Welcome to episode 133 of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that goes beyond the day-to-day to help you create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and I am currently so excited because by the time that you hear this, I will be in Bali. And I'm, I'm pre-recording this episode, so I'm still in wet and cold Melbourne right now. But by the time this episode is released, I will be on my solo adventure of Southeast Asia. And if you haven't already seen on social media, this is what I'm doing for the next few months. It's something that I've felt the pull towards doing for a while. I've acknowledged that the experiences of immersing myself in different cultures, different religions, in different um, languages and practices, the independence of traveling solo, the living my most full life that I can because I've created this, I've created the ability to do this running a predominantly online business. All of these reasons have been what has called me to do some solo travel, Um, as well as the fact of the incredible stories that I'll be able to, I'll be able to accumulate, like not just stories, but memories, you know, lived experiences through my five senses. Oh my gosh, am I going to be able to saturate my five senses through beautiful food, through unique music through new sights through interesting smells and just different emotions of the roller coaster of solo travel this is what i live for this is one of the purposes of my life is to make the most of this human experience on planet earth i want to be able to do all of this so i'm i'm just really excited that this is happening Um, you know, I've talked about it and now I'm walking the walk, even though it does scare me, even though I'd be able to save more money, I'd be more comfortable, I'd be able to focus a little bit more on my business, I'd be able to be in my nice, comfortable routine in my bed at home, even though there is fear, like this is something that I want to be able to experience and I am going to experience Uh, and I want to share this with you because you know, constantly, I am inspired by others who break down the fragile concepts of self-created limitations, of narratives of what we can and can't do, of ingrained identities. And I am so inspired by others who do this. And I want to be able to create that empowerment and that inspiration for you as well. So, Yeah, from this girl who was bullied in school, who didn't know how to speak English until she actually, um, you know, started going to school, who like had no idea how to even start a business, let alone to be traveling and running a business. If I can do it, so can you. And something else I am currently celebrating and the, the main topic of this episode is that I am celebrating another record year in the business this year. Um, This is really exciting. And I know we're not actually at the end of the financial year yet, but yeah, I did actually cross over um, last year's record a couple of months ago already. So I'm already celebrating another record year in the business. Uh, I'm about 
I'm sitting on about 20% uh, growth from last year. And yeah, it's another six-figure year in the business. And this is really exciting. Um, This is something that I am celebrating. This is something that I am sitting in and really giving myself the acknowledgements that I have created this. Um, And I want to acknowledge as well, like I celebrate business growth. I celebrate financial growth. But how I see it is that the business growth and the financial growth is only ever a reflection of the value that I've put out there in the world. Like to me, money is an exchange for value. And the more wisdom, the more empowerment, inspiration and results that I get my clients, then the more the business will grow. And that is what I'm celebrating as well. I'm celebrating the expanded impact this year. And it's funny, I remember back to when I was grinding and I was like hustling just to get to my first six-figure year in business. This was a few years back and like six figures was such an, an elusive figure to me. Like it was so mysterious. And I had this, I had this image in my head of like, as soon as I became a six figure business owner, then I would finally be able to be happy. And I'd finally um, have my life all together, all sorted. And I would like never have money problems again. I'd have financial freedom. Like I had this elusive idea of what a six-figure business meant. But it was the more that I spoke to six and even seven-figure business owners, the more that others actually vulnerably and courageously spoke about the reality of running business and and hitting these milestones, did I actually uh, recognize that it's not this magical destination at all. It is purely another... Um, milestone and it's it, it's a part of the ongoing journey of life and personal actualization and professional growth um, and that has been really helpful for me because it has taken off the pressure that I need to hit certain milestones it's taken off the pressure that like once I get there and only then will my my life begin so for that reason I want to share with you the top three lessons that I've learned along the way. Um, and actually, I say top three, but what I mean is the three lessons that stand out to me right now because there have been a lot of lessons along the way and it's hard to uh, it's hard to distinguish, you know, what are the top three and, you know, number four has been cut out, doesn't make, <laughs> doesn't make the list. But I want to share with you three, three lessons that are currently circulating my mind that I I really believe will be helpful for many of you. And I want to share these lessons with you. So the first lesson is what I already alluded to. And that is life doesn't change once you hit six or multiple six figures or seven figures in your business. Life doesn't change. Seriously, the moments that I tipped over, like from 99,000 in revenue to 100,000 in revenue for the first time, I was still the same person you know, sitting in my pajamas at home <laughs> with the same problems. Uh, I still had t- days where I, would, I was tired. I'd still have days where I'd feel anxious. I'd still have days where I would cry and feel really stuck, um, stuck, you know, given some problems that life had dealt me. 
like there was still that feeling of yay I've hit this I've hit this milestone but now what's next like I want to hit multiple six figures I'd love to hit um seven figures I still had all the exact same sensations and feelings and other than being able to call myself a six figure business owner I was still the same person like I would still see myself in the same light at a subconscious level and I think this is something that we all know, but we kind of wish that it weren't true and we uh, we almost ignore it because we know that any milestone that we hit is simply another stepping stone in our ongoing journey of life. Like it's not it's not full time yet. You know, a football game, we don't reach full time just because we've hit this milestone at age 26 or at age 30. Like the game is still going on. The final siren hasn't gone off yet. We are still living. We are still moving towards and creating more for ourselves. And we've all experienced that. We've all experienced hitting a certain, you know, weight loss goal or hitting um, a certain fitness goal or, you know, running a marathon or, you know, achieving a certain promotion or maybe getting a certain pay rise. We've all had those milestones that we've dreamt of achieving and then we get there and then it's like, oh, is that it? We get there and it's like, okay, what's next now? What's next? There's still more. The final siren hasn't gone off yet. We've experienced it before. We know that that's how it works. We know that no milestone, no relationship, like no you know, engagement or marriage or amount of money in the bank magically changes our life. So let's not put so much weight and let's not put so much pressure on a milestone. Let's not wait till we hit six figures or multiple six figures or seven figures before we can start living. Before we can be content and grateful for where we're at. Before we acknowledge that we're actually already living the dream life that we had previously, that we'd previously imagined. Let's not wait. Let's recognize that that is already happening now. Like for many of us, where we are now is what we would have dreamt of three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. So let's take a moment to really let that settle in, let that sink in and to not live this never ending illusion that we've got to hit a certain milestone for our life to change. Now, the next lesson, lesson number two that I want to share with you is to not allow yourself to fall victim to the phenomenon of adaptation. Don't allow yourself to fall victim to the phenomenon of adaptation. Now, what do I mean by this? Let me share with you the story of like hitting six figures for the first year versus the second year. So the first year that I hit six figures Oh my gosh, you can probably imagine I was ecstatic. Like every month for the last quarter of the year, I kept checking my bank statements. I kept checking, um, you know, my bank account. I And I was like hanging for the number to tick over 100,000. 
because this had been a goal of mine and I've spoken about this to um, clients before. Might have mentioned it on the podcast, honestly, cannot remember. But like this year, I'd made it my thing to hit six figures this particular year. So all year, my energy was being poured into showing up as a six-figure business owner. That was the standard that I was holding for myself. Everything that I was doing, all the decisions I was making was was revolved around hitting the outcome of six figures. So when I hit it, oh my God, I was like, yes, I can finally call myself a six-figure business owner. I'm so happy. I'm now finally like legitimate. I'm finally an, a real business owner, even though you know that I don't believe that. But that's what I was thinking when I first hit these six figures. I went out for dinner, went out for drinks, celebrated this year, right? It was it was incredible. Like I'd never been able to hit it before. I'd wanted it for so long and I finally got there. Now, the second year that I hit six figures, the second year in a row, I actually matched my first year. Like I think it was like maybe a little bit more, Um and no, it wasn't maybe a little bit more. It was a little bit more, but it wasn't like, you know, exponentially more. So essentially, you know, in summary, from the first year to the second year, uh, I matched six figures. Uh, I pretty much matched my revenue that year. And I remember feeling disappointed. I remember feeling unsatisfied. Because in my head, I'd wanted more. I'd wanted like, you know, to be on my way to multiple six figures. But the second year in a row that I, my business was at six figures, I more or less matched my first year. And I felt disappointed. And I remember catching myself feeling this disappointment and saying to myself, what the actual beep. <laughs> I do swear, but like not with so much emphasis during such an important moment. I just feel like I've got to turn it down. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, what the actual fuck? Like I am on my second six-figure year in business. I've made just over a $100,000. I've provided that much value. I've received that much value. And here I am feeling disappointed when just 12 months ago, I'd achieved the exact same outcome and I felt anything but disappointment. I was over the moon. I was just overjoyed with the results that I'd achieved. And I realized how much I had fallen victim to the phenomenon of adaptation. You know, us humans, we adapt and the novelty of something is always going to be more exciting than experiencing that exact same thing for the second or third or 20th time in a row. That is a a natural phenomenon of human psychology. But that isn't something that we should just fall into the trap of and not consciously override. Because how damn ungrateful, how dare I hit six figures for a second year in a row and feel disappointed. Disappointed that I wasn't on the next milestone, like that I wasn't on multiple six figures. Like how ungrateful is that? 
How much was I setting myself up for developing a pattern of dissatisfaction, of always wanting more, of never being, of never being, um, yeah, satisfied and just never being able to be happy? Like if I had let that, if I had let that roll and I hadn't caught myself, then that would have been the start of me developing a mindset of it's never enough. And then me going down this slippery slope of just never being happy in my life because, oh my gosh, I've made six figures, second year in a row, and it's not enough. It's not good enough. I want more. So the lesson here is to, of course, still want more. Like, you know, by the way, yes, it is a very healthy trait for us to be working towards more, to be living for the future to a degree because living for the future actually does give us something to um, get excited about. It gives meaning to our days and to our weeks. But to not be so lost in adaptation that we are disappointed with a second six-figure year in a row. So I caught myself, uh, I, I caught onto this And I sat down and I basked in the gratitude of a second year of six figures in a row. And I let myself feel the magnitude of this. I let myself feel the gratitude and the abundance of what six figures is. Because if if you're in Australia and you're making six figures, sure, it's not multiple six figures, it's not seven figures, but you're already in the bracket that is more than what the average Australian makes. You're already making more than what majority of Australians make. So so bask in that, enjoy it. And that's what I had to do with myself. I had to be like, okay, I need a wake up call. And I remember I sat down at the park um, underneath a tree with my journaling, um, with my journal, and I just let it all sink in. And I walked away from that, from that, um, exercise feeling so much gratitude and so much excitement and joy for the second year in a row that I was getting six figures even though it matched last year but the lesson here is to realize that we are in control of our emotions right like we are the we are the ones who put meaning to something so do not fall victim to adaptation because that is a sure way to be unhappy for the rest of our life Now, the third lesson, the third lesson is following on from what I just shared before, because the second year where I like pretty much matched um, six figures since then, I've had a very incremental, gradual growth in the business. So like I said before, um, this year is 20% higher than the year before, which is about 20% higher than the year before that. So it's been a very gradual growth. progression of growth for the business and this initially for me like I mentioned before was a problem in my eyes because I was seeing other six-figure business owners on on social media who were posting about their businesses doubling from one year to the next or maybe skyrocketing from six figures to seven figures And I was seeing that and I was like, oh, why am I not like that? But I realized I don't need to be in that race. I don't need to be in the race of exponential growth because you know what my incremental and 
gradual journey of business represents? It represents sustainability. I have grown my business and I have been able to maintain that growth and continue holding the level of, you know, success and impact that my business is now at. I've been able to sustain that. I never used any sleazy marketing tactics just to make quick dollars. I authentically increase the value that I provide as I personally grow year after year. I know not just how to build a thriving business, but I know how to maintain it. I know how to hold it because naturally you can imagine when you get to a certain level of business, there's going to be a certain level of responsibility. There's going to be a certain level of um, systems. There's going to be a certain level of ongoing um, performance and standards to be held. And that in itself, sustaining that is not necessarily easy. Just because like you've gotten to the top of the mountain doesn't mean it's actually easy to stay in the top of the mountain. In fact, I could even argue that it's actually harder to sustain a business than it is to build it to a certain point. Because building it, you can like you can you can hustle and you can use like short-term quick fix sleazy tactics to get somewhere, but sustaining it, that is a different story. So the third lesson is that sustainability overrides getting to the milestone. Like my journey in business is a sustainable journey. And that is what I pride myself on. You don't have to necessarily be doubling your business. You don't have to be at seven figures. You don't have to be at eight figures. But if you can do what you love and if you can sustain it, that is where the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is at. That is the pot of gold. And I really believe it. Like that's what business is about. And the statistics show that up to 85% of small businesses don't make it to 15 years. So only 15%, 1.5 out of 10 businesses will still be running after 15 years. So sustainability is the game. <laughs> that is the game. And I plan on making it for life. Not just for the first five years, not just for the first 10, not just for the first 15, but for life. So this is a lesson that I've learned. This is a realization I've had. And I'd love to impart that onto you so that you can shift your way of seeing things. Don't let any posts on social media get to you because you're not moving at a pace that others move at. And to take off the pressure that you need to be where you want to be already. Take off the pressure that you've got to have everything by next month, by this year. Yes, there is something to be said about pushing things and being able to bend time and being able to achieve things that we thought would have taken three years, but actually really can be achieved in one. Yes, there is something to that. But there's also the universal law of long time. Like that is something that we can't cheat. We, we, can't, we can't get 10,000 hours of rehearsal and experience in just 500 hours. Like we, can't, we can't cheat time. We can't cheat 
true experience and true um, long-term development. So those are the three lessons that I wanted to share with you after experiencing another record year in the business. Number one is that life doesn't change once you hit six or multiple six figures. Number two, don't allow yourself to fall victim to adaptation. Every milestone is just as important and is just as worthy of celebrating. And number three, sustainability over hitting the milestones. Sustainability is the name of the game. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. I hope that this has been empowering, but also permitting for you to move at the pace that feels good for you, that is in alignment to your purpose and your priorities and your lifestyle and your values. If you want more of these episodes, by the way, if you are loving these episodes, if you get so much from what it is that I share and you would love to have more live time and more access to me, then I do want to mention that I am launching the next round of Life of Legacy next month. So you might have already heard Life of Legacy is my six-month mastermind with a four-day retreat based in Melbourne. Um, If you are not in Melbourne, though, that's totally fine. Um, The the retreat can be replaced with one-on-one mentoring. Um, But Life of Legacy is this six-month container that is just full of empowerment, full of love, full of resources, full of support and accountability. And it's something that I would like to call you in. And I'd like to invite you into if you have been listening to these episodes, if you want to um, enter into my world, especially if you've done Power Your Potential already and you want more. Um, Life of Legacy, where we have three calls, three small group calls each month. And we talk life business, mindset, all the things that will allow you to transform at the core. You have this ongoing support in this family along your journey. This is something that I really call you in for and I invite you to take that step. Um, If you are interested, just shoot me an email, send me a message. I'll put the details in the podcast show notes. But for now, um, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. I'm probably... I'm going to be, you know, sipping some coconuts at the beach in Bali. <laughs> soz, not soz to everyone in the Southern Hemisphere who's experiencing winter right now. But just saying, that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, but yeah, uh, I really hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, keep showing up as your highest self and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>